1: So here are some things I did not hear last night from Donald Trump in his interview with Tucker Carlson. uh, Points that any presidential candidate should make. It's not like Joe Biden doesn't give you a lot to work with. Uh, Check this out. Housing is so unaffordable that banks lost money. Lost money, banks. For each mortgage they financed in 2022. That is according to a report from the Mortgage Banker Association. They ought to know. They say that bankers averaged a $301 loss per loan in 2022 because of the increased cost of financing a loan and the decreased demand for housing. This is amazing. Buying a home has always been the American dream. Joe Biden is crushing the American dream. Republican nominee for president in 2024 needs to make that point. Donald Trump If he wants to be that nominee, needs to be making that point. He needs to be convincing voters that he can turn the performance of Joe Biden into a spotlight issue in 2024. People are going to tire quickly of hearing about the persecution of Donald Trump in the courts. Is it going on? Yes. But you don't need to go into the nuances of it and you don't need to repeat it over and over and over again, unless you're going to tie it to the relevance to the voter which Trump did not do last night on Tucker Carlson. Here's another headline that could work to Trump's advantage or any Republican's advantage. Walmart announced Tuesday that it's closing four of its Chicago stores because they are part of a group of location that lost tens of millions of dollars a year. How does a Walmart lose money? Seriously, I used to know somebody who referred to Walmart as the $100 store because every time you went in there, you spent $100. How does Walmart lose money? Because people are stealing From Walmart. Here's a quote from Walmart in a statement. The simplest explanation as to why we are closing our four Chicago store, four of our Chicago stores is because collectively they have not been profitable since we opened them nearly 17 years ago. These stores lose tens of millions of dollars a year and their annual losses nearly doubled in the last five years. Joe Biden's economy, brother. Joe Biden's economy. Oh, here's another headline from Gavin Newsom's California, San Francisco. An enormous Whole Foods store in downtown San Francisco that opened just last year is closing. The company said, why are people not buying the overpriced Whole Foods merchandise? Hmm, well, maybe not, but that's not the real reason they're closing. The company said concerns about worker safety forced it to shut down. Worker safety in downtown San Francisco. You mean the place where the guy from Cash App just got murdered, stabbed to death last week? That San Francisco? Yeah, same one. Incidents of theft in San Francisco have gained national attention. Not enough. Not enough attention. So these are all things that are working to the advantage of whoever is the candidate for president in 2024. I've taken some criticism from some of my Salem Media Network colleagues because I've dared to point out that Donald Trump is not able at this point in time to show me the discipline I need from a Republican candidate. Ron DeSantis shows me a lot of discipline. He's got a lot of targeted tactical responses to wokeness in Florida. And he is very good. talking about the craziness elsewhere and pointing out that Florida is where woke goes to die. There's no shortage of ammunition out there. It's not like our arsenal is empty, okay? Virtually all you have to do is log on to a social media site and you'll see some evidence of the fact that this country is not the country it used to be. Here's an interview between the BBC and Elon Musk. The BBC and Elon Musk. What could an interview between the BBC and a guy from South Africa possibly have to do with the United States of America? What possible ammunition could two people not from the United States provide for a Republican presidential candidate in 2024? Well, just give it time as here's Elon Musk questioning the British journalist who has made the point to Elon Musk that Twitter is a place where there's a lot more hateful content now that Elon Musk is in charge of Twitter. Musk who unfortunately can't run for president because he's not a U.S. citizen by birth, fights back in a way that whoever is the Republican presidential candidate in 2024 has to be able to fight back.
2: Content you don't like or, or hateful? What do you mean to, to describe a hateful thing?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know, just content
3: that will solicit a reaction, something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist, those kinds of those kinds of things. So you think if I'm, something
2: is slightly sexist, it should be banned? I, n- no, is I'm that not, what you're saying? I'm not saying anything. I'm saying. Well, I'm just curious. I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con- content. And I'm asking for specific examples, um, and if and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content does that mean that it should be banned well you've asked
3: me you've asked me whether my feed whether it's got less or more it, I'd say it's got slightly more
2: that's why I'm asking for examples
3: can, right. you, can you name one example I, I honestly don't use, I, I, honestly, you honestly I don't can't use, name a I,
2: single example
3: I'll tell you why because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore because I, I just don't particularly like it you, and said actually, you a lot of people a lot of people are quite similar I, I, I only, well, well, I only look well, hang on a second you said you've seen
2: more hateful content but you can't name a single example not even one I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. And I, I, well, then I'd how did you not... see the hateful content?
3: Because, because I've, been,
2: I've, been using it, I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the, for you hateful content. And I'm asking for one example. Right. And you I, can't I, give a single I, one. I, I, and, I, and I'm saying... I'm, I, then I, I say so that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example <laughs> of hateful con- content, not even one tweet. And yet you claimed that the hateful content was high.
3: Well, That's a false... No, what I claimed, slide. What
2: no? No, what I claim was uh, there
3: are many uh, organisations that say that that kind of information is <laughs> on the rise. Now, whether whether it has a my me feed or example. not, one I mean, I, right? And literally, you look can't at name Something one. like the the uh,
2: Strategic Dialogue uh, Institute in, in the UK. They will say that. So you, they, look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example, and you can't name one. Right. And as, as I already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, well, then how let how would you know that you, I don't you, think this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content and then couldn't name a single example. Right. And as I said, I that's absurd. I haven't I haven't actually looked at that feed. I then say, how would you know this weeks, hateful content? Because
3: I'm saying that's what I saw a few weeks ago. I can't give you an exact example. Let's move on. We have we only have a certain amount of time. Um, wow. How-
1: yeah. Wow is right. Did you follow that? It's classic leftism. Classic leftism. The guy brings up to Musk, you know, since you took over Twitter, there's a lot more hateful content, content. Stuff that's, you know, slightly sexist, slightly racist. And Musk is like, hey, slightly sexist? Should it be banned if it's slightly sexist? And the guy's like, uh, well, you know, I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm, not saying that. Well, Musk is like, oh, well, then who is saying it? Well, um, I've seen it on my feed. Okay, well, give me an example. Well, like, I haven't used my Twitter feed. I haven't used Twitter for the last three or four months. Well, then how have you seen it if you haven't used it for the last three or four months or weeks? Oh, because I used it a lot when you took over Twitter. Okay, then give me an example. Um, I can't think of any. And Musk is like, really? You can't think of any? There's so many? You can't think of any? Well, other other people say. There's lots of examples out there. Okay, like who? Who? I can't can't remember. I haven't been using my feet. (laughs) This is the case with anyone on the left who talks about so much racism, so much sexism, so much homophobia, so much Islamophobia, so much transphobia. Give me an example. There's so much I can't give you an example. You know, the Biden administration. Everything's going so well with the economy. Like what? What's going well? Well, wages are up. No, they're not. They're not up as much as inflation. But they're up, but they're not up as much as inflation. Well, gas prices are down. No, they're actually not. Gas prices were two hundred thirty-nine when you took office. Now they're three seventy-five. Yeah, but they're down from five dollars. But the five dollars was you. But the southern border is really secure. No, it's not secure. We got people teaming across the border that have never been in numbers that have never been coming over. Yeah, but they're less than before. But the numbers went up under you. You're using your numbers, your escalation of numbers, and then comparing it to the numbers now. I always say, no one argues with lies when they have the truth on their side. The problem with the Biden administration is they don't have the truth on their side. The problem with the leftists is they don't have the truth on their side. And we have to be able to point that out. So, home stretch of the show today. Uh, we'll give you a little detail on Biden's trip to Ireland and Northern Ireland. There is a big, 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 humongous fire at a plastic recycling plant in Richmond, Indiana. If you've seen the video online, it looks like the East Palestine train derailment—a big, huge, growing plume of black, ugly, toxic smoke. According to Indiana State Fire Marshal Steve Jones, he says the fire is definitely. Toxic. It's in Richmond, Indiana, which, as you all know, is right across the border. State of Ohio, uh, state of evacuations in Richmond will depend upon which way the wind is blowing. Said the fire is going to continue to burn for a couple of days, caused by a semi-trailer that caught fire behind the main building, which eventually spread. Trailer was fully involved, fully loaded with unknown types of plastic. So that's going on in uh, Richmond, Indiana. Joe Biden, the president, of course, is uh, in... Ireland and Northern Ireland, and he's not doing any press conferences. Now, some people have said, why Why are you hung up on the fact that Joe Biden is not doing any press conferences? You miss the point, and it's always been a mystery to me why people miss the point, of a newsworthy person's lack of availability to reporters. I've been a reporter for a long time. I never cared about a person's availability other than It makes that person unavailable, not just to the news media, but to you, to you, a coach, a player, a politician, a person involved in a news event of import to the general public who is unavailable is a person who has a responsibility and a compelling reason to communicate to the people interested in whatever makes the person interesting Because their availability makes them accountable in the ideal world where a press, doing its job of journalism, not advocacy, asks questions that you, as in this case, a voter, want answered. What kind of questions? Well, I just sat down yesterday and I thought, what if in a parallel universe, Corinne Jean-Pierre called me up and said, hey, you know, I noticed you're ravaging me. And my incompetence on Twitter virtually every day. And in our attempt to reach out across the aisle, as President Biden said he would do, be the president to all Americans, when he was inaugurated, we offer you a sit-down with the president. You can ask the president anything you want to ask him. So I thought, what would I ask him? Well, I would ask him something he's never been asked. And that's a long list of things he's never been asked. I would ask him about, what did we do in retaliation to Russia for bringing down a U.S. military drone over the Baltic Sea? Joe Biden never answered that question? No. I would ask him, you know, there are a ton of verified records of visits to the White House by business associates of your son, Hunter. How do you explain that? If you've never had any conversations with your son Hunter about his foreign business dealings, even though he went on a trip with you to China on Air Force Two, how do you explain all these different meetings with Hunter Biden business associates visiting the White House when you were vice president? How do you explain that? What about the security leak where we're giving, since the 80s, $50 billion to Egypt? And Egypt's president in these leaked security documents says... To a, an official of Vladimir Putin's Russia that they're going to give 40,000 rockets to Russia to use in its war against Ukraine. How do you feel about an ally stabbing you in the back? How do you feel about you going to Saudi Arabia to beg them for more oil and them cutting their oil production by a million barrels per day? Why did you let a Chinese spy balloon traverse the United States for days And then, how do you justify shooting down kids' birthday balloons with $2 million high-tech jet fighters? See, those are some of the questions I would have. That's why it's important that Joe Biden does an actual press conference. Because those are things he's never been made to answer. Not once. I don't even know if he's been asked. Dana Perino the other day on America's Newsroom said she doesn't even know why the media would go along with Joe Biden to Ireland if they're not going to be allowed to answer ask him any questions. Of course, they're going along because with Joe Biden, you never know. He could say something stupid or earth-shaking or earth-shattering at any moment. He could collapse at any moment. Here's a bit of Peter Doocy's live shot from a speech that Biden was wrapping up today in Northern Ireland.
4: Uh, and this is happening uh, as... We got a new look at some old Hunter Biden uh, and White House business records that show uh, he and his business partners, or rather his business partners, visited the White House or the Naval Observatory 80 times. And there's a former Obama White House uh, stenographer who was telling the New York Post about a past foreign trip. Joe Biden committed crimes in Ukraine in a conspiracy with Jake Sullivan. I am a witness to that happening. President Biden's defense has been consistent for years on this topic. He says there's been a wall up between official business that he is carrying out and family business that his son is doing.
0: 25 years ago this week, the landmark Belfast Good Friday Agreement was signed. And it wasn't easy. I was a United States Senator at the time. And uh, I worked very closely with my good friend George Mitchell, who will be here, I believe, in a couple days. And uh, there were no guarantees that the deal on paper would hold. No guarantees that it would be able to deliver the progress we celebrate today. It took long, hard years of work to get to this place.
4: the meat of the president's comments today. Uh, He is not focusing on anything really back home while he is here. He wants to just mark a quarter century of peace in Northern Ireland.
1: A nonsense report from a nonsense president about a nonsense issue. Now, later after that, Biden was sitting around and the press corps tried to lob questions at him, this is how that sounded.
4: We're going to walk out slowly. We're walking out this way. We're walking out this way. We're walking out
0: this way. We're walking out. We're walking out. we're walking out.
4: we're walking out. We're walking out this way. Press, press, we're moving.
1: We're moving. Press, we're moving. Press. We're walking out. We're walking out. The Biden people hustle the press out. He's a child mentally. He can't answer any questions. And our press just sits and takes it. They don't object. They don't insist that they be allowed to ask the president questions on behalf of the American people. Meanwhile, we don't know if our allies are betraying us behind our backs or not. This security breach of documents related to Ukraine is said to be the worst breach since the edward snowden documents but those didn't reveal that we were double that we were being double crossed by our own supposed allies this administration is not just a train wreck not just a grease fire it's as many ugly metaphors as you can possibly aggregate into one it should be an easy administration to defeat in a presidential election in 2024. That is all I care about, is winning in 2024. Winning. Three-star
0: general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military.
1: Flynn knew what the
4: intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.